Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Coming up on TMS, top of the ramen to ye. I didn't do the doctor, but I might have done her deputy. I've seen Loki all the way. You're wrong, Elizabeth, so wrong. Then you can't eat fried rice! Whatever happened to TMS listener? You know the guy's got talent. Viva Las Vegas Lizzie. Knobs and balls break every day. Feels a little verdant. The sesame chicken litmus test. A handful of prints. Dingleberry douchebag. Ask your doctor if TMS is right for you. Please bend my leg. Rolling Hills Flat Zone with Steven. Regina on my mind with Dan and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Did you catch a game last night? Is it still hot out there? Do you like hot fudge sundaes? All right. Shut up, dirt face. The Morning Stream. There's one thing worse than dying here, and that's living here. Good morning and welcome to TMS for Monday, January 23rd, 2023. We got a 2323 in the house. Yeah, Woo! I saw that. I typed something today and I'm like, oh, cool. I got to make sure Scott knows about this. Yeah, I like it. I uh, like when these days happen. Anyway, welcome back to the show, everybody. It's Monday. It's me, Scott Johnson. It's him, Brian Nibbett. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Scott. <laughs> happy, happy Monday to you. Thanks, man. Happy Lunar New Year uh, deal. I guess. Yeah. 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 We we had uh so we did a whole thing here. We had the kids over mm-hmm. and we had uh Kim made a giant ramen thing, which I think is Japanese in origin, so it's a little weird because Chinese well, you know. Lunar New Year. Right. Uh but anyway, whatever. I probably it's probably offends somebody because they have a long history of war and invasion, those two countries, so who knows? <laughs> uh did you make a tonkatsu or a shoyu ramen? Kim Which was made it? Was uh it? so if it's tonkatsu, it's a little more milky, right? It's like a uh It's it depends on the what she uses as a broth base. So pork is tonkatsu, yeah. uh shoyu is soy. Ah, uh, gotcha. Soy then rice. I would say it's more tonkatsu than soy, but it was also her own recipe, so it was less Less sure. than you're used to Less seeing kind of the milky thing. Yeah. yeah, It was very good, though. She made up her own recipe, and uh, it was fantastic. 
And so what you do is you got the noodles, of course, and then she had uh, all these assortments of, you know, crap you put on there. Was it a top your own ramen bar? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. It was great. We even did the cut. We boiled a bunch of eggs, uh, even though there were $4,000 per egg. (laughs) Egg prices, man. Um, Anyway, chop those off, you know, in half, put them in everybody's thing. Anyway, everybody got to make their own thing. It was great. Perfect. And uh, Carter wore, I don't know if she's listening. She was at work right now, so maybe she won't hear this. But Carter wore what I thought looked like a geisha dress thing. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so she comes out and says, she goes, dad, that's not, that's probably racist in Japan. I said, why? Or not Japan and China. I go, why? She goes, so this is traditional Chinese wear. And I don't think they would have a geisha dress over there. I said, yeah, but we're eating ramen. Ramen. Yeah. And Kim wanted to make homemade, uh, uh, fortune cookies, which... Their origin is the states. We made that up yeah, over here. Exactly. That's completely Americanized. Yeah. So I think we're past that. We're not, you know, the, the the adherence to exact Chinese details have probably been lost already. But anyway, it was lovely. Everybody oh, was over. Awesome. It was fun. They all played video games after, and uh, I ate too much. Yeah. You know, just farting like a monster we, this morning. It's we great. went to a Chinese restaurant on Friday night with the crazy neighbors. Surprised yeah. I was able to function for an episode of Film Sack Saturday morning, to be honest, because, uh, again, Chinese restaurant, but sake. We just kept ordering more bottles. Me and Crazy Dave kept mm. ordering more bottles of hot sake, which is very Japanese. Yeah. But um, uh, I'm kind of just like, all right, sesame chicken is my, that's my, oh, you're going to a new Chinese restaurant? I go, I order the sesame chicken. That is my... Um, uh, variable? No, my control. Your control. Right? Yeah, the Got variable. It. That yeah. will determine so, whether you go back to that place or not, right? Correct. If it was good. Exactly. Yeah. If they baseline, thank you. If they do a good sesame chicken, then great. I'll go back there and I'll try the other things and and that sort of thing. I don't want to go crazy and go. Well, let me try your Hunan Szechuan chicken. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Right. Like right. I start with a, a sesame chicken because you'll find out a if they use you know good chicken if they overbred their their uh chicken like over you know it's basically you get a thing that's all breading with a little tiny raisin of chicken in the middle sure um and it also gives you a chance to try out the rice and i always do the fried rice as opposed to the steamed Mm -hmm. their fried rice at the tea garden here in arvada is steamed rice that kind of maybe was soaked in soy sauce uh, there, there is. Uh, you know what you get in fried rice here mm. at the Tea Garden? Mm. Rice. Mm. Okay. No, no uh, carrot cubes. No peas. No little bits of uh, of pork or chicken or anything like that. It's just. I, just I literally have the menu right here. It says. Then you can eat rice. That's crazy. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. I should have looked at the menu, Scott. I, I should have done what you did. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, no veg, no nothing in the. In the um, in the fried rice, it was just basically brown. It was just pre-soyed <laughs> rice. That basically. seems very odd to me. Yes, an egg, right? Of course, the egg is kind of the, yeah. There's the almost key. always egg in there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. weird. And a little bit to ham or whatever. I don't know if it's nothing, always ham. Nothing. That's weird. Yeah, yeah I would. So uh, yeah. it's a bummer because I would give you know I would say the uh, the sesame chicken was four out of five stars. It was really really good. It was not over sauced. The uh, noodles that they serve it on, like the crispy, um, the crispy noodles, were still crispy. They hadn't been soaked in the 
in the sauce uh, anyway. That's, that's always so. a good litmus test there. How how exactly? Yeah, how's your so you have your up? you have your Lunar New Year uh, celebration? We had ours. Yeah, that's great. You sounded. Uh, I mean, you usually do. So whenever you tell me you had like, oh yeah, a wild night last night, and then you'll do a yeah. film sack. You always sound fine yeah. to us. It never sounds. Yeah, I weird. know. I I um I have an ability. I think most of the time, anyway, to to push a hangover or a grogginess or something like that aside usually i think there's been a film or a, a tms or so where like i came off of a muscle <laughs> relaxant from my back where i'm like yeah oh news okay let's do the news. <laughs> news is brought to you by uh, by the the birds circling over my head going <laughs> did the new you didn't get into any more of that or do they are they still giving you that you still taking that stuff if you have i am yeah because i still have back problems uh there uh i did the doctor on that well, i didn't do her i I went to the doctor on thursday <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh she is going to hook me up with some physical therapy because the stretching i'm doing and i'm doing stretching three times a day yeah um is has helped me up to a point but has not really gotten any further than that so uh yeah. We've hit, so, we've hit a plateau, uh, people. A call. Yep. What's that? I said we've hit a plateau. We're there. We've hit a plateau. Yeah. And I'm sure the physical therapist, look, I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to hating my physical therapist, but loving him or her at the same time, like, because mm-hmm. they're, they're going to bend my leg for me uh, the way I cannot bend it myself without shouting expletives. Mm. So... Uh, it's going to feel good when it's all done and when I'm able to get on the, the, the bike and start doing some training, but I'm going to hate them up until that, that moment. Well, I'm going to uh, curse them. Gonna yell you at should them. curse. Speaking of cursing and almost wrecking yeah. my back, I should have, I forgot to mention this coming downstairs today. Yeah. I got a hot tea in this thing and I have a couple uh-huh. of cans of soda. I'm going to put my little Xbox fridge over here. And <laughs> yes. uh, what else <laughs> I had? I had a, Oh, I had a handful of prints that I got to sign today. And I walk downstairs and I'm like, it's I'll dark in here. A handful of prints. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have the light on because my uh, hands are full and I'm like, I'm fine. I walk this every day, 50 times a day. I know where to go, so I'm just not worrying about the lights. I'd forgotten that Van was here all night last night, and his oh, no. shit is everywhere. So he's got, we got like a slide and a some kind of oh like a like a mini little chess table thing he likes to set up a little chess board on even though he doesn't oh, know how to play shoot. chess like all this yeah. kind of stuff so I come barreling in here this morning with all this stuff in my arms trip on that slide everything oh. goes 400 directions <laughs> oh, I was sure no. one of these cans was going to explode because they were going to hit yeah, something sharp or whatever not. And, the, and the tea looked like it was a nice sealed contigo yeah this container, is a seal so, so that was there. okay but the prints are, yeah. I, I think I wrecked three or four of them it's fine oh. we did overage on it but anyway, the stuff just goes everywhere, and I laid there on the floor going, damn it, is all I yeah. could say. And I yelled it as loud as I could, and then the dogs Dude. went upstairs. <laughs> that is is what I did a few Halloweens ago when I landed on my coccyx, right? It was, oh, the, right. It was uh, sliding yeah. down the stairs and just like yeah, landing on the bottom floor, bottom step, and going, F! It wasn't too bad because it only took, what, a year for the pain to go away? Odd. That's For the worst. Kim's it? just getting over that too. She did the same thing, fell on the ice, and her butt bone has been hurting her since, and it's been since November, and it still hurts. Mm. So coccyx, f that bone. That thing sucks. You know, 
something better than uh, me yelling, Scott, is when I get yelled at. And uh, this weekend, mm. I got yelled at by a Lyft passenger. <gasps> oh, hold on. Be courteous and obey traffic regulations. I can't wait to hear this. All right, go. Yeah, so uh, I'm out driving. This is Friday. No, this is Saturday morning. Is it Saturday? I think Saturday. Let's just say it's Saturday because I can't remember for sure. But um, uh, I'm out driving and I drop off a passenger and I immediately get a little thing on my app that says, you have a new ride. And I click accept. And within two seconds, the phone rings. And I can always tell it's a lift thing because it comes from San, San Francisco. Like when you, if you call, or if you, you schedule a ride with Uber or Lyft and you need to contact the driver and you hit that little, that little phone button in the app, oh. it doesn't doesn't call them directly it routes the call through makes sense, the servers yeah. so that you don't get their phone number they don't get your phone or all that stuff sure yeah that makes sense so uh so i like answer the phone i go hi this is brian because that's what i do and she goes why the f did you just cancel my ride <laughs> it was a lady and i said yeah it was a lady okay. i said oh i'm I, I just accepted your ride no you you drove around the parking lot you looked right at us then you canceled the ride and you drove off. Why the hell did you do that? No, no, no. I just accepted the ride. Like in every time, like she would interrupt every time I said something. She's like, no, you didn't. You you canceled the ride and now we're stuck here. Now we have to wait for another ride. I'm like, no, I'm the other ride. I'm the guy who got the ride. Yeah, you're the second the other person ride. Canceled. Yeah. Why was she did, was she ever off that cliff or was she always going to fight that? Fight, like finally I got a word in edgewise and I said, look, look at your app right now. Do you see a license plate uh, that says cover me? She's like, yes. I said, what did it say cover me before? She's like, no, it's a different license plate. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Oh my God. I am so sorry. And like she basically apologized almost the entire time that, that she called me while I was on the highway heading to pick her up till I got her. But basically what had happened is, you know, they'd been standing outside in the cold. It was 20 something degrees. Yeah. They're in this parking lot with their luggage out, getting ready to fly to the airport. And they're, you know, they're on a time crunch. It's a flight flight to the airport. <laughs> and so yeah. they see, oh, they see the car driving and it's coming. And then they see the car actually in. And so they start jumping up and down and waving their hands because the car is kind of going right by them. The driver looks right at them as they're jumping up and down, waving their hands. And keep in mind, as a driver, you get a little icon of the person wherever they're standing based on their phone. Mm. Um, and and for me, she showed up right exactly where she was, so I drove right to her. Yeah, uh, looked right at her, then turned, drove off, and canceled the ride. And this is after like a twenty minute wait to uh, uh, to get to the uh, uh, to get that that ride. So the so, so because a new one had already come up, she. Th- thought she was still numbering or contacting the person she, that it would have right exactly been. she hit the call button immediately yeah uh, when the ride got canceled and because it already switched over to me yeah um uh she called me and was like <laughs> cursing me out did you get a good she, tip out of this a beefy tip i got a beefy tip yeah she also um she works for so she she travels she's from uh rockford illinois and we talked a lot about the rockford register star which i've been to for Mm. the newspaper in rockford illinois nice and uh i mean we we were chatting for the entire 40 minute ride we were chatting and laughing and 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 you know getting along she's got um the company she works for in boulder does uh 
uh, does trade shows, but they are looking into like doing podcast lead ups to mm. trade shows. Mm. And so she and I are going to be talking about doing like <laughs> you'd be producing some podcasts for like, here's the lead up to the CES or lead up to this and that sort of thing. Wow. So that's funny. So uh, uh, Elizabeth, here's the other funny part. The, the, the previous driver was somebody named Elizabeth, the one they canceled. And you'd think that right away when I answered, she'd be like, well, you don't sound like an Elizabeth. Oh, but- yeah, right. <laughs> so that's who it was? It was somebody named Elizabeth that, that Somebody took named off? Elizabeth, yeah. So Lyft driver Elizabeth, if you're listening, uh, screw you for canceling the passenger. But thank you because it might lead to some work for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nicely done. Good little side yeah. side action there. Uh, that's really funny. That's yeah. great. So but also, really, really also, really look. Well. Sometimes these confront these confrontations we have in our modern life. Sometimes they yeah. they meld into something decent. You know. And all you gotta do is just you know you just gotta let the other person get their get their venting out. Then then calmly explain why they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> then then you calmly explain why they're wrong. And you just tell them you're wrong. You're so wrong. I'm right. I'm always right. Well, people tell me that Elizabeth Ibbett, I think you did a great job. Well done. Nice job. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. No problem. Uh, hey, one other quick thing. Uh, we had somebody asking, you know, we were talking about where are these people that used to listen to TMS all the time? You know, we were talking about that last week. We were like, hey, yeah, we haven't totally, seen so-and-so really. in the chat room in a long time. And where's TVZ gone? TVZ gone was one that came up. And yeah, exactly. Well, we got something from Alan. He wrote into the text number and says, uh, fans that have faded away is a subject says whatever happened to Keith from Maine maybe old TMS mm. regulars have a WhatsApp group where they could chat about all their old contacts to the show or connect uh, sorry about their old connects to the show uh, but haven't told you about says Alan yeah I don't know mm. we, we mm. Keith from Maine was a huge regular always submitting stuff he was around forever and then poof nothing yeah yeah so I, I I've thought about uh, I've thought about this a lot Scott mm. I've haven't practice speaking it but i've thought about this a lot sure. and i've decided what we're going to do mm. uh every morning uh either during the show or pre-show we're going to take roll okay and that way we can see who's absent and if you've got four or five absents in a row then we need to uh we need to call you at home and follow up and make sure you're yeah. okay we'll do a wellness like check it. at your house so someone in yeah. maine will have to do this for us so but but also we're not going to bueller 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 this all right we're going to say it once it's got to be quick. Yeah, you better be quick because we got fifteen thousand people. We have fifteen thousand people to get through. So really, like, be quick. Yeah, if you're like George Santos on uh, C-SPAN, where he sat there looking at his phone and didn't hear his name for the first three times, she said it. We're not counting you. Okay, <laughs> that's right. Cut right. Cut right. Um, all right. There's that. Also, good news: Steam decks are back in uh, production for the TMS that's Steam decks. Right. Oh, I should yeah. have one here in front of me to show everybody. But um, no, we had a. Uh, Man, an initial rush of those from uh, patrons. We had a big uh, patron push for TMS, so uh, I had to kind of pull them off of the <laughs> pull them off of the store a little bit, or or basically just increase their date. Uh, that said, we're back to full production on those. By the way, I am based on uh, listener Dwayne and uh, and his lovely wife Christine. Um, they she she's like huge in online selling she's uh she's a tax uh accountant and uh does all that sort of thing but she also does a lot of stuff with selling online and she kind of talked to me a little bit about etsy and what a uh crapshoot 
We're not in crapshoot. What a shit show they are. Mm. <laughs> I, knew it was, I knew it was something fecal. Uh, and uh, is directing me over towards Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. Shopify. Shopify, yeah. Yes. Buy your uh, Steam Deck uh, stands from your music uh, streaming service, please. Sure. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so keep keep an eye out. I will be putting stuff, moving my store over to Shopify. But for right now, they're at Etsy. Coverville3D, all one word, dot Etsy.com. And you'll see all my stuff there. Doesn't... Uh... So Shopify, do they have a store where you don't have to pay some monthly craziness? Because they used to, I think they charge you, don't they? They they only charge, as far as I can tell, only charge you for what you sell. Everybody... Everybody that after I switched or after I started looking at Shopify, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, Shopify is the way to go over Etsy." So, let's see here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a. Oh no, it does say. Well, it says monthly, but maybe this is for something else. So they got twenty six, twenty six a month for their basics, seventy one a month for Shopify standard or whatever, and then advanced two sixty six, which I don't know what that is. So I guess you get unlimited products or something. Anyway, I don't know how they work. I I looked at them years ago, and it was it was it's very different now. I don't even recognize this website. So yeah, Shopify yeah, gone so much some stuff. so much better. I did um, I did freelance for a woman last last year for Shopify, so I kind of uh, had to learn how to customize a Shopify site really quickly. Yeah. Um, by the way, she's a, a, a rowdy little dame on uh, Shopify, and she sells greeting cards for people to give to people who are crappy about sending greeting cards. Oh. So like, <laughs> If you're one of those wow. people who's like, oh, crap, it's the night before Mother's Day and I didn't buy a Mother's Day card or a mm. birthday card for somebody, you actually get a box with 12 cards of all of the events over a course of a year. That's great. That all you have to do is just sign and hand to the person. I love that. That's actually pretty good. That's useful. Rowdy Little Dame is her name. She's awesome. Yeah. She's I, go, really I go one level cheaper and make my own cards. That's how I get away with it. Oh, yeah, of course. You've got the talent to do that sort of thing. Yeah. So. It's a, sometimes yeah. it's like... Oh, I forgot to get them a thing. What should I do? Oh, I know. I'll draw a card. How about that? Right. Oh, speaking of which, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me put this up real quick. Uh, this is just a tease here, everybody. I'm going to show you something. Uh, this uh, Brian's already seen it, but anyway, we've got oh, uh, yeah. the die-cut die labels already uh, all set. These probably go on our... Uh, well, I don't want to give anything away yet, but we got some cool stuff coming up for these swag bags. Yes. Swag for TMS Vegas. Yep. If you see uh, me and Brian sitting on the leg of uh, what's her name, Liz, not Lizzie, Vegas, Vegas Vicky, Vicky. I always want to say Lizzie, Le- Las Vegas Lizzie for some <laughs> Las reason. Las Vegas Lizzie. Um, but anyway, that's me and Brian sitting up there. Uh, I don't know why Brian's pointing in the sky, but you see something, you know, something up yeah, there. I'm, uh, or, or I'm uh, hoping a bird will land on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, but these turned out pretty good, I think, and I'm very excited about uh, the rest of what's coming in those bags for both yeah. those who can come and those who can't. And if you're like, wait, what? The, I can get these now? Yep, they're in the events tab on the Frog Pants store, or better yet, go to vivatmsvegas.com and just click on the links Brian put on there. It'll take you straight to these listings. If you're coming to Vegas or want a swag bag outside of Vegas, uh, you got to get in there and get that done because we're trying to we're trying to get head counts by the end of this week. So. Uh, forgive all my bugging you about it, but that's going to happen a bunch of this week, and that's just mm-hmm. how it'll be. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I'm seriously considering um, printing a Vegas Vicky with a little you and a little me sitting on her leg, just basically just like this, as the prize for the the video game tournament as opposed to the uh, arcade machine. Although oh. God, the arcade machine is just such a cool... Yeah, the arcade machine's pretty, cool pretty rad. If there was a way to yeah. print... You know what we could do? What's that? 
let's combine forces on that like we did last year. Yeah. But Oh, and do a Vegas Vicky arcade machine. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So we can still this this art could still get tweaked and used for like side panel stuff and and whatever. I like it. We should start like working it. on that now. Is it the same as last year? The exact same template, do you know? Or is it different? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. exactly the so same. So you're going to print that same thing. All right. And Monkey yep. Bananas, your brother can't come this time. Just kidding. He can do whatever he no, wants. No, he's, he's, he's already registered for the damn video game tournament. Is he? Oh, shoot. Yes. All right. Everybody brush up. Seriously. <laughs> There's a... <laughs> Here's the deal. All right. Winner so of the tournament. Good. Winner of the tournament gets uh the arcade machine, a little 3D printed arcade machine. The uh person who takes Monkey Banana's brother out of competition gets a little 3D printed Vegas Vicky. There's the deal. There's how we do it. Yeah. Cuz that guy's really good. Like yeah. legitimately good and it's a probably good that he won cuz I didn't want to win that. I would have felt bad. I know. Yeah. Well, would, yeah, and you wouldn't have, even if you would have won, you would have given it. No, to we, I wasn't going to keep it. Of course not. I would have found, yeah. like, it probably would have gone to him anyway because he would have been second and I'd have been like, to give it to second right. place. But that guy is your enemy number one, everybody. And I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, he's the guy yeah. to beat. He's your competition. He's, he's exactly. There's a bounty. Whoever takes him out gets this. Uh, and Monkey Bananas, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Shoot. There was something I was going to say about that. Um, oh, bananas, monkeys. I know monkeys. Red Fraggle and... Uh, Icor, I think somebody also offered to help out with the tournament so that I can I can play a little bit more. Oh, good, that'd be um, great. Because maybe Brian, maybe Brian's the ringer. You might be the ringer the whole time. We didn't know. Oh no! Oh no! No, I'm not. No, you might be. <laughs> Don't be silly. You might be. He's got a damn tempest in his office. Look at that. What does that yeah. tell you? Yeah, you know. But they don't have a tempest at. Uh... <laughs> no. At uh, player one, you know why? Because those knobs break all the effing time. Exactly, it's so true. Knobs and balls, man. As much as I love like that era of arcade control, yes. that shit broke every day. And it's just always and down. track balls. You'd get you know somebody would spill their sprite down the track ball mm-hmm. like missile command, and that would hose everything. I mean, yep. it was yeah. kind of sucked. Anyway, uh, well, it's good to have you all here. We're gonna play a game this morning. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get. Uh, we do this on Mondays and Wednesdays. We play a little game. And we're going to pull in Brian Dunaway to play it. And uh, I think he's around. You know, always around, always ready, always feeling always it. Watch it. Always watching. Always watching. Hey, it's Brian Dunaway. What's going on? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How's oh, it hi. going? It's hey, Monday. Oh, hi. Hey. Yes. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, it was nice seeing you over the weekend. Hey. We, we had a great time with Film Sack. We watched Daredevil. And then we found out. So we found out prior to the movie, hey, there's a version of this movie. It's director's cut, and it's way better. And everybody should see that. And we went, well, it's all HBO. Way has, better? So. Well, that's what people say. It's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be better because it's R as opposed to the sanitized PG-13 thing that we better, watched better, on HBO. Better, yeah. Better's better, relative. Better is, a good, better is a good term. You know, it can be like one point better. Right. It, yeah, way better indicate would, would make me think that I'm going to watch a good movie. I keep hearing people say way better. Those are the words they use. So I don't know if that's true or not. So you're, but you're, talking, you're talking Justice League of, uh, uh, way better, right? You're no, talking about no. what oh, we saw in the theater. Snyder too. Cut, Justice League. Just, Snyder than, Cut was moderately. It's, it's moderately better. I wouldn't call it way better, but it's moderately better than the first Everything, one. Everything, I mean, you know, exactly. It's like a... <laughs> All it has to be is point zero 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 one percent better. And yeah, it's better. Technically, it's better. <laughs> well, that's but, what we have be- better. That's what that was my argument. But that's better all. But here's what we're saying. Here's, here's what I'm saying. None of that matters because it turns out the thing was on Hulu and we didn't know it. And then we're not going to go back and redo it. So it, it, it turns it turns out that I'm just not that interested in watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
that's the thing. Like, oh, I do really want to watch it, but oh, I really don't want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I if I, watch if it I, if it ever comes up again to be a thing, whether it's through us or we just are in the yes. mood, then I will yeah. seek out the yep. better one. Right. Yeah. Give, sure. give me a give me a year or wait until after you watch Electra. Yeah. Then yeah. I might I mean, revisit. Yeah, yeah. I would love. Here's where I'd love to have a little a little notification from Hulu to say, hey, uh, it's it's May first uh, at the end of this month. We're getting rid of Daredevil, the director's cut. Be like, okay, all right. I'll, now, now that I've got the notification that it's going away, I'm totally going to watch it there. Yeah, and if you do or you don't, it's all on, on you it. at that point. You don't have to count on anybody else to right. remind you or exactly. tell you or whatever. Anyway, it was still really fun, and you guys should check that episode out at filmsack.com. I would highly recommend it. This week we're doing Stranger. Or we're doing, sorry, not Stranger Things. Strange Days. We're seeing Strange Days, days. this weekend. Strange Days. Getting our Catherine Bigelow on. It's been a while. That's right. Or maybe our first, actually. Her. Anyway. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to sing the, uh, who is it that did Strange Days? The song? Uh, uh, that would have been. Strange Days. Na, 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 na. Uh, hold on. Uh, Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. The Farm? No. School of Fish. School Thank of you. Fish. Ah, yeah. Uh, that was and like their the only one hit, hit wonder. School of Fish. Yeah, that was one hit, but it was a pretty good hit. It was a good hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was all right. I'm uh, not going to yeah. do. I'm not going to do a, a, a sing along for School we'll of see. Fish at the beginning of. Uh, oh, that's we'll a shame. See. Yeah. That's a shame. Listen, we'll I'll be. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Those are a blast to, to do. You should and keep I feel making like those. Yeah, we love easy them. Easy for me. That might be your so, thing. So look, Brian's, Brandy's got his yeah. list of three things. Uh, Dunaway's got his insane comedic brilliance. <laughs> exactly. And now like you've got your sing, singing song thing. Of, you should do it. Consciousness. Yeah. yeah. Lay into I'll it. Move I think away it's great. From the Bob Newhart style phone calls. Oh, oh, hi. This there is. Is this Moonfall? Oh, hi, Moonfall. Uh, what's that? Uh, you, you're, you're full of bees? Okay. <laughs> it's pretty good, but I like the music stuff, too. That was really good last time. Cool. All right. Uh, that was really amazing. All right. We're going to get into it here. We're going to play a game, and uh, the game is called Morning Half Asses, and Brian Ibbett over here is prepared to do whatever we have to do to make people win things. So, Brian, explain I the will. rules. I'm contractually obligated to tell you how this works. Welcome to the Morning Half Asses, a trivia game where I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian the answers. I'm going to give them a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct. Three of them are incorrect. Depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if any of those guesses are wrong, they get zero points for that round. Get one right, you get a point. Get two right, gets you three points. Ah, and get all three correct, you get five <laughs> points total. I'm all choked up because this is just so I know you such it's emotional. It's emotional. Yes. I understand. It's fine. I shouldn't drink coffee right before I explain the rules of mm. half asses. Uh, you get five points if you get all three right. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. Contestants are pulled from members of the tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Like Scott, you're going to be playing for Ronald James in Port Orchard, Washington. Ooh, it sounds fancy up there. Port Orchard. Ooh. Port Orchard. Okay. Like it's an orchard, but it's also a port. Oh. Uh, Brian, Ooh. you're going to be playing for Dan Hansen in yeah, Port Orchard. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you could be playing for Dan Hansen in Kansas City. Nice. Yeah, Kansas City, baby. Kansas City. KS. Yeah, they're I'm cool. uh, The winner yeah. is going to get a copy of Tooth and Tail and Warsaw oh. from Steam, but the runner-up is going to get 911 Operator, which I'm hoping is just a uh, chore core game where you do you uh, dispatch and direct 911. <laughs> it kind of is. It is. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And it's good. I played it because uh, you know I like my chore core. 
Uh, I will. I play that kind of game. Work harder. That's right. Work harder. Um, <laughs> all right. Awesome. I like these right. rules. Let's play. Let's get right to it. Question number one. Stars who have played themselves in a feature film. So, you know, you've got your feature film, you've got all your actors, but then you've got that other person who makes an appearance, and it's like, wait, they're playing themselves. Which of these six actors played themselves in a feature no. film? Your choices are yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, uh-huh. Drew Barrymore, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, uh-huh. Philip Seymour Hoffman, <laughs> Russell Crowe, <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> yeah. All these all seem right. I know the three. I think I know them. You know the three? Yeah, if I don't know the three, I'll play this. But if I know the three, I'll play right. this. Okay. Alright. I I'm, think I know the three. I'm thinking I know these. I think I know these three. I right. I think, but I'm probably gonna get exactly the opposite of what I think. It's probably gonna okay. be none all of All right, these. you both well, you both have locked in, and you both locked in with three. Uh Joaquin Phoenix and William Shatner, both correct. Oh, uh, what was the movie for Joaquin Phoenix, Scott? Uh, was that one where he had the beard and he was supposed to be crazy and it turned out to be a big gimmick and I can't remember the name of it? Yes, it's called I'm called Still Joker. Here. I'm Still Here, was that it? Okay. <laughs> it's called it's the Joker. Joker, yeah. <laughs> uh, William Shatner, uh, do you remember that one? Uh, Airplane 2, maybe? Uh, no, he played uh, he played a captain uh, that directed the plane down. Uh, Fanboys, Shatner played oh. himself. Oh, and of okay, course, okay. Neil Patrick Harris. Come on, Dunaway. Oh. Neil Patrick Harris played himself in uh, Harold and That's Kumar. That's what I was sure about. Harold and Kumar yeah. go to White sure Castle. About. So, Brian, you got to take that. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, lead, leading into question one with five points. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get to question number two. Woo-hoo. Number two. Number two. Let's go Number sports, two. shall we? Oh, let's do uh, sports. I like sports. Band, yeah. band baseball players from the Black Sox scandal. So when the uh, Chicago White Sox had that scandal. Oh, God. There were uh, I never watched this, got... doc- this movie either. <laughs> oh, see, there's where Scott might have an advantage if he watched a documentary yeah. about it. I didn't mm. think about that. I didn't see it. Yeah. I know one. I know one of these. And one's just too easy. It's like the ridiculously easy, and then the rest, sure, I don't know. Sure, maybe yes. maybe these guys all were, so I'm, gonna lock, <laughs> I'm locking in with the one I know. Scott's locked in. Locking in with the one I know. Um, <laughs> it's all right, Brian. If you build it, they will come. with the one I know. All right, Brian is locked in with the one as well. You guys both locked in with the same one. Shoeless Joe Jackson is absolutely correct. Your other ones are, oh, I never read the uh, answers, did I? Uh, your choices were Buck Weaver, Shoeless Joe Jackson, Swede Risberg, Red Faber, Kid Gleason, and Gavi Cravath. Uh, you got to Swede correct. or Swede? Swede. Wed, Swede. Well, Swede would be with a U. <laughs> unless you're Swede. talking, unless you're Swede. talking about the uh, the band. Wasn't the band Blue Swede? No, oh, it was Blue Swede. Blue they were also Blue Swede. Swede the ones oh, who did, Okay. Uh, oh. Who get Chaka? Who get Chaka? Uh, you guys were absolutely correct. Buck Weaver, Shoeless Joe Jackson, Swede Risberg. You guys both went with Shoeless Joe, and that is absolutely correct. So. How come Brian? I had to at least put one. Bo- I had to at least get I, one. I, I couldn't I leave with zero. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, there we go. That's what yeah. I did. Okay. I couldn't. I was Good like, job. why doesn't Brian have a point yet? No, it makes sense. All right. All right. <clears throat> Very good. So Scott with six. I mean, there's really no way you can win, Brian. So shoot for the fences with this one. Uh, That's right. And I'm going to help you out. I'm going to give you guys a question about retro video games. <gasps> oh. What? This one, uh, courtesy of, of Carl from Idaho. 
Uh, Mike and Matt Chapman's famous website, homestarrender.com, featured oh. fla- flash cartoons and also some funny playable knockoffs of many classic oh. retro games. Heggum, uh, it's been so long. Well, Adobe Flash doesn't work anymore, but a new emulator called Ruffle, which you might be able to pick up, oh. Brian, is now able to run most of the Homestar Runner content. Three of the following really? are actual Homestar Runner video game homages, and the other three are imposters. Here are your choices. Peasant's Quest, which is a parody of King's Quest. Strong Bad Zone, which is a parody of Battle Zone. Cool Tapes, which is a parody of Dance Dance Revolution. Astrolite, which is a parody of Frogger. Dungeon Man, which is a parody of Zork. And Stego Man 20XX, which is a parody of Mega Man. Three of those are real. Three of those are fakey fakes. Which three which which ones are real which ones are fake which 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 ones are real Brian? which ones are fakey fakes i chose two but i i i i played all that stuff back in the day but man these yeah. names are yeah me too me. it's been so long yeah it's been a long time but i got my two um okay what do you have eh, there, fine whatever you got nothing to lose so go for it brian like you know yeah i know i i chose six okay <laughs> oh geez well, you're bound to get three right. So you're, yeah. you're going to get three right and three. Yeah, well yeah. done. Um, Peasant's Quest is a parody of King's Quest. I remember Dungeon that one. Man, Dungeon Man is a parody of Zork, and Stinko Man oh. is a parody of Mega Man, making those the three correct one. Peasant's Quest. <laughs> However, Look at Scott killing it today. Yeah. Uh, strong Bad Zone uh, is a strong bad game, but it's a parody of Pong. Like a style, like a Vectrex uh, console game. Mm. Cool tapes, completely made up, and Astrolite parody of Frogger. There is a game called Astrolite, but it's really just a flash implementation of uh, Light Bright. Oh, nice. <laughs> of a Light Bright toy. <laughs> wow. Cool so, tape sounds like it would be one. That's a, That was a trick. Yeah, totally. That's that the a good only one. completely made up one. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Scott. You uh, won by a landslide this time. Yeah. And, me. Uh, I got a won, spanking. Yeah. You did get a spanking. You won prizes for Ronald James in Port Orchard, Washington. He's getting Tooth and Tail and Warsaw. Dan, you're getting 911 operator. So please hold. And yeah. you get your prizes. <laughs> please hold. You're, uh, an operator will be with you shortly. Due to high... A caller demand. We, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> how much caller demand could there be? They're everywhere says that, no matter how busy they yes. are. And, and you know, none of them ever changed that recording. It's like, due to high call volume, we're, exp- we're currently experiencing a high call volume. Yeah, it's horseshit. Like, I don't believe I'm any sure of it. sure they don't have a recording that doesn't say that. Like, no, I can't stand it, and it annoys me. All right. right now, our, call, our operators are just sitting there, so you'll be answered by the first available. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> <operator>. annoying. <laughs> Well, that was a caller. I was trying to find a good clip, but anyway, that didn't work. Hey, Dunaway, t- uh, tomorrow you and I are doing Play Retro, and uh, boy, howdy, are we excited, right? Can't we wait? Or, or, or can we wait? wait? I can't <laughs> because can wait? So, <laughs> it's, no, it's, Earth, it's Earthworm Jim. How yep. can we wait? How oh, can we sleep cool. on Earthworm Jim? Yep. The, uh, we got, there's a few things interesting about that. So first of all, Earthworm Jim 1 and 2 were, were, were great games, and I kind of thought we're ended, we're going to end up going to be, or was going to end up being a long-running series of mascot-based games, well into the 3D era and up to today. But that didn't happen. We're going to talk about why maybe that didn't happen, and what kind of a dingleberry douchebag Dave Perry turned out to be. Even though at the <laughs> no, time, not Dave Perry, not, not Dave, Dave Perry. Perry. Sorry, uh, Doug Tinnaball. Ooh, well there he goes. There's I almost Dave, called him Steve Dave Perry. Perry. Go ahead. What? David Perry is cool guy. He gave the, he gave us a cool spot. You're thinking of Doug uh, Tinnapal. No, I'm thinking of 
who am I thinking of? There's somebody who's that's not his name who's a douche. The, anyway, the point the is the creator is Doug Tinnipal. All right. Well, maybe I don't, maybe we're calling him a douche and he's not either. I don't know. <laughs> But that's the point. We're digging in deep, man. We're going nuts. We're finding it all out. We're going to figure out why that worm was so hot for that 16-bit minute that it was and uh, why it's not around anymore. That'll be uh, tomorrow. Play retro. Play retro uh, wherever you get your podcast. Or watch us live at 3.30 Mountain Time. Done away. You have anything else you'd like to add to that? Uh... All right. (laughs) (laughs) That might be my favorite time he's done that or signed off. That was, very good. That was wonderful. All right. Well done, everybody. Congra- oh, we forgot to do the thing where we do this. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. you're, you're a winner. winner. You've totally won, yeah. and that means you're awesome. All right. Let's do a little bit of the old news. Today's news brought to you by Splitting Nana's Lip. Oh, so oh, what no. What happened? What happened? Well, you've seen me squeezing this thing, this little. Oh, yeah. Little yeah. squeeze toy on the top. So the, he's mostly like a. Stretch Armstrong Stretch kind of Armstrong material. Goo. Yeah. No big deal. Van loves him, so whenever he's here, he wants to play with it. Um, but on his top, he has a plastic little Oh, a little hard thing. plastic deal. Okay. I guess that's like the place where they injected him, and if you took that off, it would all the stuff would come out. Anyway, sure. he's that's passing cork. it. Yeah. <laughs> he's goofing around with it and kind of passing it back and forth, and Kim's tickling him. And he goes to hand it to her, and he swings it with that knob first and just split her upper lip wide open. Oh, man. Back up against her teeth. So she had a kind of rough night. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And, that, and today she left, and it's like all puffed out. So she's got this like weird little puffy lip. <laughs> he felt terrible. Does she, need, does she need a casserole? I can arrange to have a casserole. Can you do that? Because normally, because yeah. she's, she's brought one to herself. It just isn't the same, you know? <laughs> it isn't the same, yeah. Anyway, uh, he felt terrible, so it was a good lesson for a three-year-old to see when he, you know, it's always good to see. Oh, yeah. I can hurt people, and that's a bad feeling. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, well, you hope you hope he feels like it's a bad feeling, like yeah. oh, I can hurt people. Yeah, there are two kinds of people, <laughs> and we're hoping he goes the one way and not the other. <laughs> right. Um, all right, let's get into this, Maryland. Uh, we got uh, we got a story from Maryland. I feel like we never get up there, so this is this is good. Uh, a school employee inadvertently emailed sexually explicit photos to the entire student body. I do love the fact that inadvertently is in quotes, which means it maybe wasn't inadvertently. Yeah, it feels a little vertent. If yeah, you know what I'm saying. a little vertent. <laughs> a little bit. It says a high school in Maryland has, asked, or has had to issue an apology. They did that on Friday after an employee accidentally sent these explicit photos to the entire student body. Uh, Principal Taryn Washington of Dr. Henry A. Wise Jr. High School in Prince George County sent a letter to students' families Friday informing them, although this says junior high school, in the par- paragraph oh, yeah. before they called it a high school, so get your craps together. Well, the headline does, oh yeah, high school in Maryland, you're right, yeah. This weird. Seems, seems weird. No, no, it's- maybe it's Henry Wise Jr. High School. Oh. I think that's it. I think the, the oh. name, it's a high school, but it's the Dr. Henry A. Wise Jr. Well, that's an unfortunate pairing, isn't it? That. It is a very unfortunate pairing. Exactly. Yeah, you put junior before high. What do you What do you expect there, people? Anyway. It's like, don't go naming your, your citizen center after uh, Harry Carey Sr. Yeah, don't make don't, it the Harry Carey Senior Citizen Center. No, don't. <laughs> although, do actually do do that. Do that. Yeah. Do that, please. I want that. Uh, hi. <laughs> How long you been at Bingo? <laughs> What's your major? <laughs> uh, best thing Will Ferrell ever did. All right. Oh uh, yeah, the Sandy uh, Davis Junior College. 
It says here, uh, school administrators uh, immediately tried to retract the email, but the photos were seen by many of the people they were shared with, uh, and they've also shared them with others. Quote, I'm asking that all students as responsible online citizens not share photos by email, social media outlets, or other avenues. (laughs) Good luck with that, dude. Yeah. Uh, In the letter, Washington said appropriate steps have been taken uh, regarding the employee, but further details on disciplinary actions, if any, were not released. Fox News Digital has reached out to Washington, uh, out to Washington for more information on those steps to see if this person remains employed. Mm. Now they didn't say whether they were photos of them or somebody else or just rando right. stuff. It was just their Brazzers uh, photo. Yeah, he's they, got like uh, a folder they... called Brazzers 2.0 or whatever. <laughs> or freaking uh, PornhubFavorites.com. Right. I don't know exactly. Oh, save this one for later. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But you know he's not going to still work there. There's no way they keep him there. No, no, definitely you know? not. Man, I got in the dumbest argument with somebody online yesterday about this fake story of kids using litter boxes at school because they identify as cats or some shit. What? Yes, oh, no. this is a whole really? thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing, a whole new culture war thing. And it's gotten as bad as like prominent people believe it and they're now talking about it. It's utter horseshit, first of all. It's just anti-trans bullshit, but yeah. uh, that's where it stems right. from. But my yeah, whole exactly. point is like, like, oh, my pronoun is cat. <laughs> and they, the the idea, the idea. Okay, Brian, right. let's pretend you and I oh. are, uh, we are uh, 14 again, you and I. Okay, sure. We in kind the, of act like it, but okay, let's let's say that we're actually physically 14 again. Yes, yes. in the state you're in, the kind of uh, upheaval of emotions and, and uh, uh, I almost said thyroid, that's not what I mean, but what are they called? <laughs> what, what are your, uh, your hormones, your, you're just a hormone mess, yes. you're just yes, a freak, right? right? And you, the, yeah. you want to hide most of the time, not yeah. go out and be in front of everybody all the time. There's sure. not a kid on this planet... Anywhere that would go, Principal Wickers, I identify as a cat. I'll be needing a, I'll be needing a, a, a litter box in the girls' room. That's and I'll that's need my to right. Take a nap in between three of my classes, please. Utter horseshit. Uh, by, by the way, uh, uh, Joe Rogan admitted that this is a fake story. Yeah, I know. Finally, oh, okay. thanks, Joe Rogan. No, I know. That's the point, is it's a fake story, but people still believe fake shit all the time. Gotcha. Okay. He was one of the prominents that talked about it, but there are others. Who's that NFL guy that just just did this the other day? That guy. And he's like bringing it up right up on his social stuff, deletes it later and goes, I regret what I did as a Christian. Regret what you did (laughs) as a human being, you piece of garbage. Exactly. Oh, so wait. If you were not a Christian, it would have been okay for you to share the fake story. No, dude. Okay, one of my gotcha. f- okay. least favorite terms is as a father of two girls, yes, or as a yes. Christian, or as a. I don't care what you are. Don't be yeah. dorks and don't buy into bullshit stories that are so easily disproven. Yes. And and also give some give some credit to kids. They're not. No kid is bringing that attention on himself. None. Right. Right. Even if there's a kid somewhere who wants to be a cat really bad. Yeah, or making the joke at school, you know, that's one thing, but not like seriously saying, okay, I'm going to go and totally ask for yeah. litter box. And pretend be, like yeah. it's some widespread thing and that schools are all into it. Eat a uh, eat a dirt clod and choke on it, whoever does that. <laughs> hey, we started allowing uh, snakes as comfort animals, and where does it stop, Yeah, Scott? where does where it end? Where does it stop? Where does yeah. it end indeed? Yes. All right. Anyway, that story happened. We're never going to get to our utopian Star Trek society if we allow crap like this. Damn straight. 
Damn straight. Well, I'm glad I got to take that detour. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have a couple of pals with us. Steven Schleicher will be here at the top yeah. of the hour talking about all your favorite nerd stuff. And right after that, we got Dan Dan, the tabletop man, for a monthly visit. Uh, we should have had him last month, but Scott forgot to put it on the schedule, and he forgot, and so we all forgot. <laughs> Everyone forgot, but he'll be back. Yeah, And we're cool. excited to have him back, too. So I have a big question for him about drugs and Paramount+. Plus. That may sound cool. weird. I hope he's able to get to some tabletop, seeing as it's his middle name. <laughs> I know. Right? Exactly. So yeah. anyway, we'll see how that all goes after this break. Uh, Brian Ibbett has a song he has to play. What is that song? Yeah, big thanks to uh, Thousand Island Records, who sent me this creamy little morsel. Uh, this is a band from Nuremberg, Germany. We haven't uh, pulled an indie band from there. I don't think ever. This is a band called Melonball. I think that means the same thing in German as it does in, in English. They have a brand new single called Sicker, which is off their upcoming debut album called Breathe. That one comes out at the end of March on Thousand Island Records, Lockjaw Records here in the U.S. If you like Bad Religion, uh, F.O.D., Melancholin, not on tour, um, Man, I totally dig this. I'm going to give you a little bit of a warning, little heads up. There's an F bomb in the chorus. Sweet. There's an F bomb in the chorus. Oh, man. All right. That means a totally different thing in German than it does in English, though. So here you go from the band Melonball from Nuremberg uh, and their upcoming album, Breathe. Here is Sicker.
This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. So I am obviously Gen X and my retirement plan is to pass away. So I'm not sure how many other Gen X people have that as their retirement goal, but I know that I will be working one day and fall over dead. And that's how it goes. Can't be any geek off the street. The Morning Stream. My God, it's a miracle. A quiet Frenchman. All right, we've returned. Hey, who was that one more time? Yeah, from Nuremberg, Germany. That is Melon Ball and a new single Sicker from their upcoming album Breathe, which comes out on the end at the end of March from Thousand Island Records Lockjaw Records. Very nice. Uh speaking yeah. speaking yeah. of uh, regulars, we always like to see you around. Just nice to see Tally in the chat today. Yay! Welcome back, Tally. Hi, Tally. We missed you. Yeah, we missed you. No, she's been busy. And TVZ gone, by the way. Let's not is let he, that whoa, go by either. Whoa. What? Yes. Saw him earlier. I'm like, what? Oh, and X, oh. X Camer, X C A M R, who we haven't seen in the tadpole in years. What happened, man? Would you guys all get together and have a little memo and said, bro? Did you guys all get fired from your jobs and you're not able to be here live again? <laughs> no, that's great. I love seeing TVZ gone here as well. So that's I great. Too. Yes. Um, and all you that are always no here, we were, we, if you disappeared, we'd feel the same about you. If BioCal suddenly didn't show up, we'd feel terrible. Yeah. If Claire wasn't here, we'd probably get over it. But everybody else, just kidding, Claire. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> all right, I'm kidding. You're one of our favorites. Aww. All right, uh, let's uh, let's be done with that and move on here. Uh, yeah. Who's who's the guy? Oh, Stephen. Duh. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Who's the guy that we talked to on? <laughs> Isn't there a, a spoilers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was having trouble there, but there it is. Stephen Schleicher. Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> hey, look who it is. Steven Schleicher, all the way from Majorspoilers.com and beautiful Hayes, Kansas, the lovely Rolling Hills flat zone of, of Hayes, Kansas. <laughs> the lovely Rolling Hills flat Flat zone. zone. Uh, Steven, welcome back. How are you? Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey, man. Hello. Hey. Uh, what's your life like right now? How are you doing overall? Doing good? <laughs> oh, man, you do not have the time. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Really? Uh, well, I, hey, <laughs> oh. we're, don't worry. Whatever it is, uh, like you're probably just this buried in long boxes. Pass. Yeah, everything shall oh. pass, right? That's how you have yeah. to look at life. Uh, well, I'm glad you're here. That part is true, at least. Yeah. And the good news is you come bearing a slightly, uh, a little bit of good news if. You were happy with the current state of all things Aquaman. Uh, I was. I like Jason Momoa. Um, And there's also rumors he'll also be Lobo, but none of that's confirmed. Um, Yeah. Anyway, he's 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 said he's staying and he's talked to James Gunn and he's got more to do as Aquaman. Yeah, so I don't know if anybody saw the video. Did you guys watch the video that he posted on his Instagram or Twitter? Where he's just like, oh, I just got out of this meeting with James Gunn and and, uh, what's his name? Sean. Oh, now I forgot what his name is. Sean Penn. Sean Gunn. Sean. Yeah, the other guy. The other. uh, Saffron. Oh, Saffron. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Saffron. And he's like, oh, yeah, everything's good. I'm still here. I'm going to still be part of the DC universe. And as far as I'm concerned, I'll always be Aquaman. And he said, yeah, and there's other things that are coming. 
and he didn't really go too deep into it. So, yes, we can play up on the rumor of would he be a really good Lobo? Yes, he would be a really, really good Lobo uh, in an upcoming Superman remake. But I kind of I kind of took this announcement as a kind of a confirmation that they're not going to just throw the next Aquaman movie in the trash and burn it and use it as a tax write off. Right. Right, right, right. Which is good. That I mean, yeah. I, I think I think for fans, but also just I think he was inspired casting for that yes. role. I think it's solid. There's nothing sure. wrong with it. If you want to just keep going with him, that'd be great. It would be a little weird if they reboot this Justice League and the only one that's the same as him is <laughs> <laughs> Momoa. It'd be a little weird, but so I have questions yeah. about that. Um, this also happened, this interview, and his amazing sweater he decided to wear during that interview. Oh, yeah. That uh, right here in in uh, Park City, uh, Sundance is going on, and mm-hmm. uh, he did it up there in the in the Snow Hills, and that is exactly the kind of sweater you want to be wearing while you're in Park City, just to put that out there. I want a sweater like that, but I don't think I would. I, it would look as good on me as it does on him. There's an adorable photo of him and some video, I guess, of him and uh, Amelia Clark having a little reunion there, mm-hmm. uh, hugging, and it's just cute because, you know, their movie hugging was a little different, if you know, or their TV hugging. <laughs> their TV hugging. It was not really the kind of hug you want the kids to witness, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> It's been a while, guys. Game of Thrones season one. Go check it out. All right. Uh, it apparently hey. has. Yeah, I didn't remember that. <laughs> oh, I absolutely remember it. It was shock- shocking. Oh, well, of, of course, yes. Horiz- yeah. Horizontal hugging. Not even quite horizontal. More of a 90 I just degree. Remember, I just remember a brother getting that goo poured on his head, and uh, that's it. <laughs> yep. That molten mul- mul- gold. Cool. And, yeah, it well, wasn't goo. Oh, no. It was it gold. Goo. It's a lot more than uh, goo. Yeah. I think it was hot gold is what it was. But anyway, uh, so there's that. That's interesting. I mean, do you give us a prediction here, Stephen. Do you think we're going to get more like actual more Aquaman? Do you think the logo no. or the Lobo thing is more likely? I think the Lobo thing is definitely more likely than the Aquaman thing. I think his cryptic message that he was sending out was, hey, uh, the Aquaman movie is not going to be thrown in the trash for tax purposes, but I definitely think the Lobo is more in line to what James Gunn has in mind. Well, I really like Momoa a lot, and I would like to remind people that C, that just finished its third season, uh, is excellent, and if you want to see a reunion of sorts of uh, Stargate Atlantis, that's the place to do it, because he and three other actors all came from Atlantis, and they're all in the show C. Is that the last season of C? It is. Three seasons total. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how they started. Or that's how they planned it, they I guess. just can't see making another season. Yeah. And they <laughs> and I loved every freaking minute of that show. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, Did, all right. Um, is it going to get... Is it closing out with a... Like, uh, like we're wrapping the story up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, see, they planned three seasons. They they did three seasons. Okay, good. So it's ahead of, they knew enough ahead of time to be able to actually wrap things up and not leave it as a cliffhanger finale. Definitely not, definitely not hanging, wondering what's going on for sure. And definitely not a cancellation. Also, I found, I I heard Apple's uh, doing a season two of, um, what's the huge one? The huge sci fi epic that, Got interrupted because the pandemic and the last half of the season sucked, but it had such Ooh. potential. What am I thinking of? It's the iRobot author, Foundation. Oh, That's Foundation. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Foundation cool. was really good for like three episodes. And then you, the can see right where, <laughs> you can see right where you can see right where they had pace. their problem. Yeah. And it's great. If up till then. And then it got dumb. So maybe they'll fix okay. it in season two. I don't know. 
Let's hope so. Jeez. We will see. Uh, all right, Stephen, there's that. Also, Cobra Kai getting a sixth and final season. Speaking of final seasons. Uh, so that's happening. That makes sense. And they can wrap all that up. Uh, yeah. In fact, the creator said in a statement that, you know, we're glad that we're getting this sixth season. We get to do everything that we want to do to wrap up this Miyagi-verse uh, thing, except bring back what's her name. Did she ever come back? Uh, uh, the next Karate Kid? Oh, uh, uh, no. Uh, nope. What's her uh, face? I can't think of her name all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, and certainly in the yeah. trailers, the, the the trailer, the teaser trailer they released does not even hint that she's in there. Uh, but that would be the way to wrap up the series is to bring Hillary her in Swank. for at least one bit. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Hillary um, Swank would be that'd be really great though. If she showed up. Be great. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I the shows you know that started out on YouTube as a YouTube original, and then uh, YouTube was like, "What are we doing?" And Netflix picked it up, and it's run very successfully for what four seasons uh, yeah. on on Netflix. So to see this finally come to an end is good, and at least they know it's their last season, as opposed to like you were saying with the uh, with C and, and everything else. Is you know we did a season, then Netflix says one week after release, yeah, we're not coming back for another season. Yeah, uh, I like it when the thing, the thing has a, a lot. Yeah, I like it when they have an end in mind. You know, yes. and then they yeah. plan ahead mm-hmm. for that. If you tell me a show's only going to be three seasons, and I'm sad because it's not more, fine. But I'm also glad they have a plan. Mm-hmm. That know? show is so surface level. They could end it. You know, oh, they, sure. could, they could steer into an ending with two episodes notice. Like, oh, we're we're getting canceled after this next episode. All right, well that's easy enough to do. Uh, look, look. Uh, What's his face? Daniel Son and uh, Johnny are friends now, and uh, it all works out. Very good. Cool. Has anybody seen that uh, 90s show thing that landed this week? I this did weekend? watch that over the weekend. Yeah. Did you? What did you think? It is and? everything that you think that it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, really? Because I don't think it's not going to be very good. Is it better than <laughs> not very good? <laughs> It is exactly what you think it's going to be. Okay. I'll just say that. So if you if you watch if you watch the trailer for that '70s show and yeah. you're like, oh, this is just like I'm sorry, you watched the trailer for '90s show and you said this yeah. is just like the '70s show. Guess what? It's just like the '70s show. Gotcha. There is a there is a, a, a an international uh, type student that's in this. There sure. is a bonehead. There are two people that are attached to the lips all the time. There's definitely uh, uh, Donna and. Um, uh, Eric's uh, daughter is the protagonist in this and she is totally Eric all the way Mm, so I mean if you're looking to hit on that nostalgia factor this hits on all the nostalgia factors. Is is there a scene where they update it for the '90s, where uh, the camera is sitting on a poker table and it spins around to yes. all of them multiple smoking, times, smoking many math times, instead of doing no, not math, math. not oh, math, okay. because all the kids are down in the basement. It's still and, weed, uh, right? This is a total, total, yeah. It's it's weed. It's still uh, weed. Okay, spoiler. Right. But like uh, uh, the grandmother, Snorting what's her name? Coke. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's what's the mom's Kitty? name? In- Kitty. Kitty. Comes yeah. down, she goes. Oh, I found this uh, box of games that that your father and his friends used to play. You guys can all play this. And they open up a box, and there's like a twenty year old stash of weed in there. And so they're sure. smoking it through the whole summer. Oh my gosh, uh, they're smoking the, the weed the that they used to have. Oh, the yeah. the, the, yeah, the yeah. horror. Wow. I don't. And if, and if you're wondering, age. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you're wondering if all of the uh, regulars from the '70s show who are still alive show up. Everybody shows up at least once. Kutcher does. I, Uncle Kutcher yes, comes around. Okay. Yes. Uh, there's actually a Kelso in in the next generation of this. So yes, Kelso and um, oh, except the uh, one who's yeah. a douchebag who raped somebody. Um, oh, yeah. Danny Masterson. Yeah. Danny Masterson is not back. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, Tanya. Um, Tanya oh, is not Tanya back. Tanya Roberts. Yeah. She's right. she's died, and then the older sister I think is also. 
dead in real life? Dead. Oh, really? Okay. I think so. She's that's not. Those great, are the three people that you don't see. That's a great question. Who, if you wonder if someone's dead, go. died from that 70s show, but yeah, I guess uh, I forgot about you that. You should do that every time someone dies, go. Dead. dead. Uh, and if she's not, now we've talked about it on the show, so there you go. Yeah, how, she, yeah, she she'll die now. Before, she's dead now. How's, um, how's Red? I like Red. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Uh, he is the only one that it feels. He and Kitty are the only two that feel like these two know what they're doing in this show. Okay. Because yeah. they're just yeah. grandparents now and these kids, you know, they're all hanging at their house for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, so yeah. Eric wants to take his daughter to space camp for the summer and she doesn't yeah. want to go. And she meets uh, the next door neighbor who she she instantly has friendship with. And so she's like, can I just stay here for the summer? And they're like, sure. And the parents are like, no, or the grandparents are like, no. And then of course she does. And hilarity ensues. Wow. Mark. Fantastic. I, I'll, uh, I'll probably check it out, but I, I kind of have ambivalent feelings about that 70s show. I'm just not that into it. And um, yeah. Donna, Donna and Fez are the two recurring that show up the most in the show. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, kid, good, good, good deal. Nineties and seventies kids, both your worlds just slack slapped into each other. And let me know when uh, Netflix has a moonlighting revival that is, uh, you know, the 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 children of uh, Addison and uh, Sybil Shepherd, yeah. <laughs> David, yeah. David but, and Maddie. Uh, yeah. And by the way, the kids from that seventies show would be if this was called that twenty twenty show, they'd be in their mid to late sixties now. So if they, yeah. so if you go by that oh, seventy sure. show age yeah. bracket, you're uh, you're you're Eddie, <laughs> you're 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 uh, I can't think of his name. Anyway, the main guy, Topher uh, Grace. Topher Grace, his yeah. character would be like sixty eight right now. So it's think so of that. Weird that you would figure out like you would think about the ages of the stars of a. Well, yes, yeah, the whole idea, time. right? They say, "Hey, we're in the seventies. Now we're in the nineties. So my brain's right. like, "All right, where would you be in the twenty tens? Where would you yes. be in the twenty twenties? Right. And then and then Red and Kitty be dead." They wouldn't be around no more. And never forget, Red's the guy so who uh, tried to kill Robocop. Yeah, go ahead. What is a show that you have not yet watched yeah. that everybody is saying, Scott, I can't believe you've not watched that show yet? Um, Besides shows. Parasite. Well, yeah. you're talking well, shows or movies? You want movies or shows? Wanda, WandaVision, did you watch WandaVision? Yeah, I did. He did watch. He's caught up all the way to She-Hulk. I watched no, WandaVision as it aired. We, we didn't yeah. miss a you beat You haven't watched it. Moon Knight or She-Hulk, right? Oh, that's right. Neither of those. Or and you've watched Loki all the way? I've seen Loki all the way. Loki watched all it with the these way. Guys. My favorite uh, Sinbad. So whatever, whatever TV show is lowest on that list of shows that you're going to get to, Scott, yeah. you can put that 90 show after that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Because I do have a lot ahead of it, for sure. I've seen Arcane. Everybody in the chat. Love yeah, and I forced him to watch Ms. Marvel as part of uh, Couch Party. Yeah, so. we watched that entire thing. I watched The Little yeah. Prince. Remember that? Years ago, I get made fun of because yeah. Nicole said, yeah. when are you going to watch it? Carter and I finally watched it. I'm not. I'm not I'm as behind watch, as people say. They think I watched am. Ant-Man and the Wasp on I this did. most recent couch party. That's right. Next will be uh, yeah. Captain Marvel. Yep, we're doing we Captain Marvel. Speaking of that yep. '90s show, doing some Captain Marvel. It'll be great. Anyway, uh, well, right. Stephen, as always, uh, good stuff all around. What's going on in major spoilers this week that people should know about? This week on the Major Spoilers podcast, we are taking a look at a manga comic that is the weirdest thing that I have ever encountered. But it's also educational. It's called uh, Cells at Work. Weird. And it's all about what if we anthropomorphize your blood cells, your white cells, your T cells, all that stuff in your body. And they have big giant fights with viruses and plague monsters and stuff. And we do it in the in the most scientifically accurate yet also the most manga-esque way. Wow. 
it's insane, and we're we're looking at the first volume of that this week on the Major Spoilers podcast. Are you reading forward or backwards? Because you know the manga. Uh, the version that we have is uh, it is forwards, but you have to read the panels uh, right to left still. Oh, okay, man, that messes me up. Yeah, it does. It takes a it takes a little bit to get into it, but. No offense, no manga fans. Deal. No big deal. Yeah, no it's all fine. Deal. It's all fine. You're a brilliant dude, and you can do what you need. Uh, it's uh, Stephen Schleicher, everybody. Majorspoilers.com. Major Spoilers on Twitter. Is there any advice you'd like to give us before we uh, go? Stay hydrated. Oh, you, it was sing-song either way. It, did it was that. like he was a ghost, almost. Yeah. Oh, oh stay hydrated. Dead? All right. Uh, let's, get, uh, let's get Dan in. Okay. You know, like... Uh, all right. Okay. This is cool, dude. We like him. We're having him on, it's always a, always a good time. <laughs> you know, I like it. Although I have to play his thing. Oh, there it is. Here's a tangent for you. Be careful. May cause drowsiness. Hey, it's our old pal Dan joining us. Uh, like he was supposed to monthly, but then Scott forgot last month, and then it got all left up. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Greetings, programs. Oh, I've missed Whoa. you guys so We've well, missed you, too. We have. It's been at least two months, and that's too long. Uh, to, we talk to you all the time off air, so it probably feels a little not that big a deal because we're always chatting right. about yeah, stuff. It's all right. It, you know, these things happen. Plus, I've been traveling like crazy anyway, so it's, uh, it's luckily I get home on Sundays. So Mondays I'm usually around and I go, don't go to work for a is little the, while. So, uh, is, is the boy in the thick of the hockey season or what's going on there? Yeah, well, we just so we went to Grand Rapids uh, the first weekend into January. I just flew back from Notre Dame. Thank God we got an earlier flight, so we we got done at like nine o'clock in the morning or nine thirty yesterday uh, in South Bend. We drove our ass all the way over to Chicago uh, and then hopped the plane. We got an earlier flight because a lot of people got stuck there because of uh, kind of snow and ice yeah. uh, last night. So then we got back uh, you know, yesterday afternoon, and then uh, my wife and DJ they fly out to Dallas on Thursday. Oh wow! So it's that's a lot. I had a friend growing up who used to work for Southwest, and they called uh, O'Hare Airport. They called it O Snare because you would get stuck there all the time because of snow. It was always some oh, kind of sure. weather thing getting getting you stuck in. Oh, so yeah. they called. It, oh, it's scary when you're sitting in a you know you, you pull back from the gate and you're waiting there and it's like flurries. It's kind of cold. It's not like you know it was in the thirties. It wasn't like in the tens or anything like that. So uh, and that is uh, Fahrenheit. For all you oh yeah, yeah. Take those space points, <laughs> lovers out there. Yeah. So then all of a sudden they start yeah. they start spraying this goo all over the plane, and you're like, oh my god, they're de-icing the plane. I'm like, what's going on? If uh, you know, it's a, it's kind of a little scary, although they do it like a million times a day. Yeah, it's still a little scary when you're sitting there at your window going, yeah, there's green and red crap going all over the the, the plane. Mm-hmm. So ho- hopefully we get home okay. I think it's almost scarier that they do it so many times a day because they if it becomes routine for them, then I start questioning whether they're really paying attention. You know what I mean? Like whether they get so used to doing it that yeah. they're just like, Shh. yeah, it's like, yeah. Hey, did you see the game last night? They missed my yeah. window. Right. You know, and I'm like, what if the figure- ice happens on my window? I don't want that. So you, you, you kind of get a little less scared when you, you know, especially coming back from hockey when you think, well, we're in Chicago and there's there's places like Regina and and uh, Quebec, all these places way to hell north in Canada that are people just flying around no problem. So I'm like, yeah, oh, well. We're it's down here in the US. The first so city okay. name you come up with is Regina. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like Regina. The first, yeah. I don't know why it's like the first Canadian city name I get. You know, I've always of. got Regina on the mind. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I wish it was Regina. I'd feel better saying it if it was Regina. That's right. It's, uh, it's probably a good song in there somewhere. Somewhere. Regina, in my mind, my I'm mind. going to her Regina. <laughs> uh, well, next time I'm in Regina, I'll think of you too. Let's move on. 
I have a thing for you, Dan. A question uh, before we get into a tabletop recommendation, and this is it. Yeah. I'm watching Paramount Plus with Kim. We are. Uh, she wants to catch up and watch all of uh, Star Trek Discovery, which we are doing. And we're just about to start season three. And after these different seasons of watching Star Trek on Paramount Plus, and I don't have whatever, maybe there's a premium tier above this where no commercials ever on anything. I don't know. But we're on whatever tier gives you commercials between stuff. And and I'm not kidding when I say this. With the exception of one ocean spray commercial, <laughs> every single break, let's say there's four or five in every episode of Discovery or whatever yeah. show you're watching on Paramount Plus, uh, or when we watch Top Gun Maverick, the commercial they show before the movie and after the movie, same thing. They're all pharmaceutical things. Sure. So like Pernexa. Oh, ask your doctor, that whole thing. Was it the one that starts out in black and white with a person experiencing the problem? And then while they're going over all of the side effects, it's full color and they're playing Frisbee with the dog. A little bit. Some of those. And some of them are like the ones I like the most are the ones that say may cause uh, death. But then they name five different lesser problems. Like, <laughs> right. You don't acne, lead with death. Uh, like a sore knee, acne. Uh, yeah, but start, uh, death. start with those, then do death at the end. Starting with death, is a, that makes me think death was the most common. Anyway, my question so, to you is, as a guy who is in that business and in that world as a pharmacist, a trained professional, um, what is it? Why, why are we so inundated? And why is it? Yeah. Is it just do they think 80 year olds are all sitting around watching Star Trek? Is it that targeted? I mean, obviously, you don't know much about what they're doing for their ad network or their ad load over on Paramount. But but the world of pharmaceutical ads seems on fire right now. So it's uh, a lot of different like biologics or these biosimilars or immunomodulators are, are coming out. And you'll see a lot of those uh, where they're all used for psoriatic arthritis or right. psoriasis or MS and, and a lot of the uh, you know uh, immunologic things where your body's attacking itself where uh, you know things like Dupixent you'll see that a lot out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. Uh, and even Cosentix and, and a lot of these and then also creams that you see for again for psoriasis and stuff and it basically helps to stop your body from attacking itself and the reason why you see a lot of these injectable ones is n- not and, and I'm generalizing here but a lot of times it's it's, it's people like us where you get a lot of 30s to, to 60-year-olds, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of these things are, are flaring. And also, uh, a, a lot of these people, a lot of us have insurance, and they figure that, hey, if I go in and I've you know, I got some psoriasis I've been dealing with, and we've been using all the regular, you know, the regular creams and things like that, not using anything injectable, that I'm going to ask for, you know, Cosentex to, you know, ask for your doctor for this. Or if I've got some asthma, atopic dermatitis, things like that. You can say, oh, uh, I saw this commercial for Dupixin. What, what, what's with that? And then the doctor may write some of those things. But you also get same things like uh, Cologuard. Mm. You guys, uh, I don't know if you guys have had to do this with Cologuard. I don't even know what that is. So, it's I, scaring me, though, the name. I've seen the so, commercial. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Cologuard. So you guys might have, you guys probably went through the, uh, already went through the colonoscopy. Oh, yeah. Yes, both of us. All right. Have, so, yeah. so uh, for I'm only a little bit younger than you guys, but I'm still, I'm not 50 yet. So they said, I asked my doctor when I went in last month, and I was like, oh, am I going to, I just figured, listen, do the colonoscopy. I want to make sure I'm not going to die. And he's like, no, 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 you don't have any real risk factors, no family history. He's like, we're just going to give you this Cologuard. So what you do with Cologuard? Now, everybody, uh, I'm going to hopefully, nobody's eating right now. Okay. So basically... <laughs> I like where this is going. They send you a box, and then in the box is this big plastic, and I say big, you're talking like six-inch diameter, bowl, plastic bowl. You got to poop in the bowl, 
You got to uh, scrape it with this other thing and put it in a, a test tube, and then you got to cover it. You know, you pour this other solution that, that you know, keeps it, uh, you know, preserves it, and then you got to send it on back to them. So they're going to check for, you know, any risk factors for colon cancer. You know, uh, sure. you know, basically, a lot of times it's kind of what they used to do, the fecal occult, where it was just seeing if there's blood in your stool and stuff like that. But I guess they probably run some other tests. But what cracks me up about this is even in all the literature and even when you see these commercials, because you'll see a lot of these commercials because they tell you, hey, it's easy. It comes to your house and you send it back. And it truly is completely easy. But they tell you, like the first things they tell you, may have false positives, may have false negatives. Well, why the hell am I using this? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe completely ineffective, but try it now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of that in these ads. Uh, And you named two or three that I've heard and they're really big on that uh, psoriasis arthritic thing oh yeah the psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis are kind of the biggest things because you're basically that's autoimmune stuff where your body is just overloading your your your, uh your dermatomes and stuff are just overloading and it's just either pain or just you know crappy looking skin and and these injectables they work very very well uh but they are way expensive yeah and you're talking a multiple thousands per month and a lot of times if and that's kind of what i do all day long is I sit here and look at prior authorizations for these type of drugs, and you have to have used a lot of other things. Your doctor send in chart notes showing that you've used other things and that you should be using this drug. And then there's tier ones and tier twos, and then we have to, you know, you approve it. And then sometimes with the re- uh, renewals, your doctor has to show evidence that it's actually working. You know, stuff like that. Where <laughs> it's uh, so that's a lot of interesting stuff. But it's uh, there's big money, and also. Uh, you know, why use drug A, B, or C when they're basically kind of biosimilar? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're asking for drug A and your doctor's like, well, I'll use this, this, or this, and if you're asking for this, you're just going to be a little bit happier with your doctor. Okay. You know, and, it, and they're in it for the copays just as much as, you know, anybody else. Sure. Oh, of course. They do all Are right. They, those. Uh, yeah. Do they do that, uh, you know, give you uh, pharmaceutical B or C instead of A? Like if it's, don't take Dupixin if you're allergic to Dupixin. Oh, okay, well, then I'll take this alternative that that I don't know exactly. if I'm going to yeah, say yeah, well, that that different like, name. Yeah. I love it because they're always like, uh, don't take depiction if you're uh, allergic to Aguzumab, which is basically the, you know, the generic, <laughs> one of the, it's not the generic name of depiction. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's, oh, but all I these love the name Aguzumab. I would do, and you know what? Yeah, yeah. I would believe you if you said it was real. So you're good. <laughs> totally, yes. You're good. So it's, and, it, and it's always that. And it's like, well, you know, they're not probably allergic because they probably haven't had that yet because you, you, you know, the doctor would know that sort of thing or would be in their chart. But yeah, it's a, uh, uh, it, it's a big, it's big money thing, and, and we, I laugh too because again, I haven't completely cut the cord. So sometimes we'll be sitting around, you know, you'll have something on in the background, and like you said, every commercial break, <laughs> there's at least one of these commercials yes. for yeah. for these things, and you just laugh. I mean, I, I can see the ones for like Claritin uh, and, and Allegra and stuff like that because oh, sure. you know, season allergy, allergy uh, stuff, and, yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's over the counter, and they still want to kind of make money, and it's something that somebody can go get themselves. You know, it's not like they don't have to ask your doctor for for a Claritin. You just go to the the store and buy it, and and every little sale, you know, or every little commercial can help you go there. When you have a whole wall through of allergy things, you know, seeing a name that you recognize right. is is big, and so all of a sudden, for whatever like, oh, reason, I remember that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's crazy the way the U.S. is. I mean, I mean, other countries maybe, but I feel like the U.S. is so tied to brand names that people people so are so tied to brand names that there's still products up there, out there that may say Zantac, but it's not actually ranitidine because that was taken off the market. But now they're using famotidine, which is actually Pepsid, but it's off patent. So they're releasing it as as a new type of, of Zantac stomach instead of, you know, Zantac, you know, RA, whatever they used to call it. So things right. like that are crazy. So always read your labels. Uh, boy, that was a huge danger. Always read your labels to see what the active ingredient is. And, uh, and if you have any questions, ask your pharmacist because they'd be happy to tell you... Uh, 
any of those answers. So. Okay. Right. Final question before we get your recommendation. And yeah, but you're not going to be anyone who would decide this, obviously. And I don't think the well, and you're probably not going to know the answer. But why are these people in these commercials always hiking in Zion's National Park here in Utah? <laughs> <laughs> and why are they always wearing the same colors as the logo for the medication? Oh, yeah. Getting? So let me tell you this. That's so a great I did, point, uh, too. That's I, a good I, one. I actually, uh, I, there's kind of like a, it was kind of an elective I took in pharmacy school. And it's the psychology of, of advertising for pharmaceuticals. And it, and it was just like a, a one or two day thing, but all every little thing and, and anybody that does movies or TV, they'll tell you the exact same thing. Like not even necessarily with pharmaceuticals, but anything that goes into production, there's psychology in everything. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like what they tell salesmen, never use the word no, even if you mean no. Right. Because you don't want to get the negative feelings. So like you said, with the commercials, they use the color, everybody's using the colors of what you would see on the box. Or maybe, right. you know, the, the Loratity well, box only the, is always Only blue. the person that it's helping, right? Like, you know, there's everybody playing soccer in the background, but then there's one girl who's apparently got psoriasis who's wearing red and yellow, which are the colors of docentics or whatever it is that, they, yeah. that they're taking. Or, yeah. Or, or the color of pain. Like, everybody associates pain oh, with red. Oh, like, sure. You know, red, they're, sure. They're, yeah. they're in pain now, or, or the rash is red, and then when they're clear, they're wearing, like, a yellow or, or, or white shirt to show that right. everything's out of their system and stuff. Oh, and, that's good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Or, right. or the... Uh, my, my favorite is the... Uh, have you guys seen the Ozempic commercials? I'm, I'm sure I you, You'll remember it, because yeah. the, the theme is, Oh, oh, Ozempic. Oh, yes. oh yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. That's Dan's are- <laughs> song, Magic yep. by Pilot. And they just, oh, yeah. I can't get that damn song out of my head now. Yeah. Sorry, now everybody's going to have an earworm for the rest of the day. Yes. Yeah. But, it's, but I mean, that's amazing advertising because you will never forget that. And people will go in and ask for Ozempic because Ozempic is used usually for type 2 diabetes. But nowadays, it's been like one of the wonder drugs for weight loss. For, oh, it's that obesity. one you inject right into your gut, isn't it? Yeah, you can use your arm. You can use your gut. It's a, it's a GLP one. They had uh, me do they, they had me do that when I went in for blood stuff. They had me do it for a, uh, a week or something. Mm-hmm. I have never had it's really good. Never had such horrible uh, heartburn. Oh, that's the diarrhea one, isn't it? Diarrhea and the heartburn. Nothing but yep. nonstop oh, diarrhea wow. and nonstop heartburn, like to the point of like I couldn't. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and go, "I'm about to hurl for no reason. I just I just got so much acid in my. It was it was awful." I hate it. Yeah, because it messes with, you know, it's with the GI motility. It's not actually, a lot of people think that something like that is actually insulin, but it's not. It just it just helps with the different liver and, and your GI motility. Uh, so, you you know, you're not as hungry. You feel a little bit more full, and then it helps to get your your, your glycemic, your, your blood sugar level a little bit lower. And it, and it does, honestly, um, it does really work. I don't want to tell anybody to, to ask for it. but <laughs> because take I, this. It's crap. <laughs> no, no, no. It's great. It is I great, know. but I would rather people... Uh, I'd, I'd rather people just go exercise and work on their diet. Yeah, sure. for, change for their diet, years. yeah. Because that's Cause the problem I had is when it, I first took it, I didn't change my diet uh, right away, and that's where the clash uh, happened. Like uh, it wasn't the it wasn't so much the the medication's fault. It's just that well, I I'm still trying to eat eighteen hundred to two thousand calories a day, and this thing was like, no, nah, you should probably do big eight hundred, or else you're gonna you have the worst heartburn of your entire life. And that's how that thing. Yeah, went down and for what me. annoys me is when I see, you know, because again, a lot of the stuff has to be authorized. So when I see like a twenty-year-old uh, who's a little overweight, and the doctor's just throwing Ozempic at him, I'm like, come on, 
give yeah. them don't don't just you know they're 20 now don't give them the habit of oh anything i need to fix uh, uh i'm sure i could just get a pill or, or an injection for that yeah that's that's a bad thing yeah because also to, to by people. the time he's 50 he's not going to look like one of those hikers and zions he's going to look a lot different so right. anyway yeah. and, and all right. stuff, i mean it just starts adding up to you so anyway let's talk about a board yeah, game, board game. Woo! before before, uh, before you start yeah, yeah. Uh, you know how scott said this will be the last question before you can talk about board games i got one more for you one more but it is about board games did you back uh simon's uh marvel united uh multiverse so um i don't know if you're aware of this i may <laughs> have a problem so <laughs> I've I've been trying to uh, cut back on my spending on on uh, Kickstarter and and games because uh, sure. I have a real problem with Kickstarter. Uh, my frost haven just came in. I'm like, all right, so maybe this will hold me off, so I don't feel like. But I still end up backing things here and there. But I had to hold off. I do have what's what's funny about the board gaming community, and I, and I don't know, uh, Brian. I don't think you have like a huge gaming group or anything. Like the good thing about having a game group is that there's always somebody. Like if I was over there, I'd be like, I don't have to buy. I don't have to back this because I know Brian's backing this, and I can just play his yeah. cop. I'll play his copy right exactly yeah i have a way more uh, i have a way bigger uh gaming closet than i do a gaming group of friends that come over and play these damn games yeah, yeah. so i mean when we get this uh, just tell the government or or uh whoever the hell's in charge of this stuff can we please have teleporters so i can play you know we can have game night with, with scott and brian oh be, that'd be so great that'd yeah. be so much fun are you kidding me for sure because um, then i could just teach scott uh rules yeah i don't need to read them you can just and, tell me <laughs> yeah screw that reading i business. just watched that dude that dude on YouTube who's always smiling, I'm going to tell you how to play Marvel Remix. Mm. It's a game for four players. Is it Rodney? Is it the Canadian guy? I don't know. Uh, he's uh, He does watch uh, it played. He's one of the more popular guys out there. I'll he does a really him. good job. Always smiling, like super friendly voice, mm. and he always flips the game box and then catches it. And yes, that's the Rodney. So right Rodney does watch exact... it played. Okay. Mm. Yeah. He's a great guy, and he uh, he does a good job with this. There's just something about uh, the way he delivers, and it's nothing. It's nothing personal, Rodney. And I do this with other videos. If I watch a video that's more than ten minutes with Rodney, they yeah. start nodding off because yes, he just totally he just has the. <laughs> I know. It's like I like if I'm vegging or spacing out, and then all this is now you know basically how to, now you know the basic rules of the game. Blah blah blah. I'm like, You're oh, like really? Do I really? Because I completely zoned out. Yeah. <laughs> That definitely happens. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking so of it's, it's an easy one, an yeah. easy one that you both would love. And I know I've mentioned the the base game of this in the past. And so what I'm going to do is uh, next month when I come on uh, or in, in April or May or whenever Scott, uh, you know, brings me in. But, you know, I'm just kidding. So next month when I, I'm going to do the top five. Uh, <laughs> Scott, did, that, are you, did I put you to sleep? No, I'm always awake for you, Dan. <laughs> Never asleep for Dan. <laughs> Dan is my waking so gonna, mo every waking moment I think of Dan all the waking times you're good so I'm gonna do my top five of last year next month so I want but I did want to mention one that and it's gonna be a little bit different because uh you know speaking of Steven Schleipker and, and major spoilers the top five board games of 2022 just came out I believe last week or this week mm. uh, where I give my top five games of the year but I'm gonna change it up a little bit for you guys I'm gonna you know I'm gonna tailor it more for for our audience here and, and make uh and tailor it more for for Scott and Brian so I'm gonna put some Scott picks and Brian picks in there oh nice uh, oh, to make cool. my top five next month Love but i'm it. gonna have an honorable mention that i did have as one of my top five of 2022 so go check out the top five on the top five on major spoilers network uh where i do the top five express board games edition sorry plug there for steven for you uh and so this number five was uh clank catacombs now clank oh. is a game it's a deck building game it's a uh, dungeon crawler they also have clank in space which is more of 
uh, obviously in space. It's a little more sci-fi themed. But Clank Catacombs is an amazing game. The base game, Clank, is a dungeon delver where you have a board out there, and it's deck building. So, Scott, you would love it. It's deck building with with cards and card-based. So you're moving around the board, and the whole idea is that you're trying to get into the dungeon, get, get a treasure, and then leave before the dragon kills you and because anytime you you make noise that's what they call clank clank is basically making noise mm-hmm. in the dungeon mm. so anytime you make noise eventually the the dragon will wake up you put it'll put some cubes into a bag and you'll draw the bag out now what's different uh, and then you you know as you take damage you could die in the catacombs or or actually uh, above ground where you can still win if you die in the catacombs you can't win uh, but if you die above catacombs or they don't call it died it's like pass out because you know you don't want to say yeah you don't want to say you for, died. for a family sure, game yeah, sure sure. Yeah. But, uh, but what Clank Catacombs changes up is that there's no board to it. You actually just have uh, you have these kind of tiles that you're kind of making the board as you play the game. And since it's kind of all randomized, the, the game's going to be a little bit different every time. So it doesn't get very samey and it's not really solvable as regular Clank could be. You know when it's uh, when you're playing it with a with a set board, but right. it's really great because there's a lot of cool interactions and 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 then you can still you know it's the same basic premise. You're going in, you're getting other treasures, you're getting some abilities, and every round you're able to add cards to your deck. So you're either thinning out your deck or fine tuning your deck. And then as you go in there, you're gonna find a treasure, and then you're gonna get the hell out because after somebody gets a treasure, you're pulling more uh, cubes out of the bag, so that the dragon's doing more and more damage so there's also regular cubes in a bag and then you'll put your own cubes in a bag so you're just trying to not uh get as many of your own cubes in there it's really really fun only takes about an it's one of these one hour wonders you know maybe a little bit longer the first time you you play it just because to get the whole feel of the game but it's such an easy game to play an amazing game scott you would absolutely love this All it's right. uh, it, these are the kind of ones that i kind of I don't want to call them, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, for anybody that's kind of like a novice in, in gaming, it's it's like a Gloomhaven light in a way because mm. you're it's mm. you get that dungeon crawl experience, but it's not really a crazy campaigny. There's not really as much of making your character. You're just going in there for that cool dungeon crawl experience for as a light. Yeah, you know, it's like not it's very like, rules heavy. It's like Baldur's Gate versus Diablo. You're 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 playing Diablo yeah. for the action and the quickness and the whatever, but you're getting the dungeon crawl. You're getting the loot. You're doing all of that. But if you really want a slower, you know, more rules-based sort of thing, you go Baldur's Gate. I, I totally get Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I picked up uh, the original Clank, so not Catacombs, but Clank um, at the end of last year. No, last year based on your recommendation. So it's time to get the Gloomhaven group back together to play that one. Oh, so. have you played any of these? So Clank has a lot of great expansions. No, uh, I, haven't, and I haven't even... Dude, I haven't even played the base. <laughs> I've got it. I've taken the plastic off, and I might have even punched all the little cardboard chits out, but I have not... <laughs> so here's Clank. something you'll love you'll absolutely love, Brian, and it's yeah. one of my favorite things. There's an app, so it's it's made by Direwolf Digital. Uh there's an app for it that you can play it solo. I mean you can play it solo anyway, but the app makes it perfect for solo. You oh, absolutely love it. Worry about Tina and trying to beg her to play a exactly. Play a board I, game. I played oh this a million times, and you you select kind of you'll select like which base game you have if you have any expansions or if it's client categories. You select it, and it basically you go from there, and it tells you kind of what happens, uh, you know, or what to do with it. It's it's so user friendly. It's amazing. Hmm. I'm in. He's I'm in. in. So in. in. Yeah, you're in. You're always in. Are you kidding? You're yeah. in. You're like a hot fad, Brian. You're in. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, exactly. You're the hot new fad. Uh, that's I'm Clank. Out, Jerry. I'm in. I'm out. That's Clank Catacombs <laughs> is uh, that recommendation. Very nice. 
Excellent. Yeah. Off to now I got to go uh, approve some Cosentix and some Dupix in my work. <laughs> yeah, go get that done and then uh, warn them that they might uh, have blowouts and heartburn. Can you do that what's, when you do it? What's the one that's got the uh, the bulldog that blows? There was like a little bulldog who sings the. Hmm. the uh, oh, I don't remember that. Oh, my God. You know, I've seen so many of these dog yeah, commercials. I, that I, that, I can't uh, remember. It's like a bulldog that sings the name of the. Uh, uh, the name of the drug. Oh, yeah. The, all I have in my head right now is the uh, the stupid Mucinex commercials with the, yes. the big pile of mus, mus, uh, mucus that's yellow. Oh, yeah. Everyone there. likes everyone I'm likes still, an animated mucus ball. It's the best. I'm still singing <laughs> that damn uh, oh, oh, magic. Oh, <laughs> there was one. If I will, I will admit last night. I'll admit last night there was one commercial in between all of this that was Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. I can't think of a real name. What's her real name? Anyway. Her real name is... Old actress. Uh, uh, been around forever. Different-eyed woman lady. That's her. Playing... Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. Playing and, 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 and pushing a mobile game that I guarantee, what? with all my soul, with all of who I am inside, I guarantee she's never played even once. Oh, for <laughs> sure. But Jane, like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, the last, yeah. There's one of the last people I expect to push a mobile I've, game. Is I've seen some of those ads. Anymore. It was dumb. I've seen some of those ads, and it even says in the corner, what, what's the service that you can pay them to like call your friend? Oh, oh Cameo. Like, cameo yeah. Yo, so some of these ads, it even says Cameo in the corner. So you know they've paid these celebrities to do these ads. Oh, they just did yeah. them like a Cameo? Yes. yes. Lord. Yeah, there are a bunch of those. Like uh, Jenny McCarthy does one for some stupid slot game where it's like, oh my God, you guys. And she's, you know, the, the camera she's holding in her hand and it's like jiggling all around. Like, oh my God, you guys, you have to play this new slot game and you can actually win money. And she's like, See, you know. That's fine, except I don't oh. mind doing, like, Cameo doesn't bother me, but when they do that, freaking F off. You never played yeah. that game, Jane yeah. Seymour. And I'm never going to watch Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman again. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, it's always a pleasure. Good to have you back. We'll see you next month with more. It's Dan Patrice, everybody. Geek, no, Geek. What is it? Geek Jock, Geek Jock Dan on Twitter. And <sighs> we're putting out a new Geek All-Stars real soon with the top, you know, with the with the top 11 of 2022. We'll be recording real, real soon. Uh, thanks a lot, boys. I keep and, wanting uh, to I'll add blog. Time. I don't know why I want to put blog at the end well, of the Well, that was my name. old thing. I changed it to Geek Jock Dan because uh, blog made me sound like uh, way more of a boomer than I really am. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, old man, how's your blog? All right. Have a good one, and uh, we'll see you at the next stomach injection. Bye now. All right. I really just really disliked it because it was not only that, Brian, but you had to take this stuff and inject it yourself. So it wasn't going and have it done. I had to sit there and push it into my belly, and then hit the thing, and it went ching like a like almost like a Star Trek uh, one. You know, it goes into here, whatever. Hurt. It freaking hurt. And then I then I was sick. I hated it. All right, moving. Ugh. on. They don't tell you that in the commercials, or maybe they do. Yeah. And I just got you know distracted by beautiful, colorful uh, moments. Right, it's all exactly. That's, that's that's how it works. Uh, Pops and reclines asked if it was the Apoquel. No, it's like, dang it, it was a it was a bulldog that sings, and I could have sworn it began with a no. It was like, Ozempla, and I could only get that dang. Song, but it wasn't Ozempla, but it was something like that. Sounds like a Klingon in their holy song. And basically, that's the yeah, Klingons when they sing sound like what you think a bulldog would sound like. It's perfect. Basically, it is. Yeah, it's yes. perfect. Yes. Uh, well done, everybody. That was awesome uh, to have him on. We are out of here. Before we get out of here, though, a quick reminder that uh, patreon.com slash TMS is a thing. And if you would like to join us, you'd be welcome to. 
You will get all kinds of benefits for doing so, as I talk about each and every day. You get couch parties on the weekend, art in the mail, no commercials ever, pre-show content every day. Why not sign up now? If not now, when? And if not us, who? Who? <laughs> all right. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. Let's get out of here. Let's go with a song, though, before we go. What do we have? Okay. Well, we got a request that's going out to... There it is. Will Sheckle. Will says, Dear Scott and Brian, last Thursday, my best friend John tragically lost his father, Al, to a heart attack at 53. God, that's so young. Yeah. Uh, many longtime listeners may remember John as Brian's former TDS representative. Totally remember that. And also asked me to be the best man at his wedding over TMS. Like, did it during a request. Yeah. We are shocked and devastated at Al's passing, especially John and his brother. Uh, Joey, oh, I'm sorry, his brother Joey, who were very close to their father and would usually spend time camping and riding bike trails in Wisconsin. I know a song won't make things better for my friend, but I'm just hoping it provides a temporary distraction for him during these very difficult times. Brian, I've attached the obituary in case you feel that there's anything else that you think would be good to mention. There's honestly too many good things about Al and the man he was to fit in this one request. Uh, love the show, though, Will. Oh, man, dude, that's, that it's sucks. Rough, and, man. and, uh, Pass along my condolences to uh, John and his family because that's that's so young to lose your father. Jeez. No, it's literally me and Brian's age too, which is not you totally. know, it's not lost yeah. on us. So yeah. that's tragic. That's awful. Well, John is a huge fan of the White Stripes, and so let's play this as hopefully a little bit of a distraction for uh, for John right now. Uh, here is a cover. This I'm surprised I haven't played this before because this is such a great cover. Uh, this is a cover of My Doorbell by K.T. Tunstall. She recorded this, uh, boy, a couple of years ago, uh, 2021, I believe. I don't have a date on this, but I'm pretty sure that's when it was. Here is K.T. Tunstall and My Doorbell. That'll do it for today. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a brand new episode of TMS. About my doorbell, when you gonna ring it? When you gonna ring it? I've been thinking about my doorbell, when you gonna ring it? When you gonna ring it? I've been thinking about my doorbell, when you gonna ring it? When you gonna ring it? I've been thinking about my doorbell. Oh well, well with me chipping kisses, not the man of my life I know. And I've been going to Mr. and Mrs. I respect the art of the show. Take back what you said, little girl, and while you're at it, take yourself back, too. I'll tell you to sit and to wait. What you gonna do? What you gonna do about it? I've been thinking about my doorbell. When you gonna ring it? When you gonna ring it? I've been thinking about my doorbell. When you gonna ring it? When you gonna ring it? I've been thinking about my doorbell. When you gonna ring it? When you gonna ring it? I've been thinking about my doorbell. Don't seem to come around Point your finger and make a sound Oh, make a sound and I'll make you feel right Right at home Nobody got no way with it, baby, but how come it's so easy to you? 
You know it's like me times I can be careless But your words seem so too But then again I know you feel guilty And I know you want me back again I don't need any of your pity I got plenty of my own friends Care about me now I've been thinking about my doorbell When they gonna ring it When they gonna ring it I've been thinking about my doorbell When they gonna ring it When they gonna ring it I've been thinking about my doorbell When they gonna ring it When they gonna ring it Thinking about my job, Don't seem to come around. Push the thing and make sound. Don't seem to come around. Maybe then I knock them down. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com <laughs> planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.